That's right. You know it. We're back with episode 102 of Movies in 4K. I am Bill Shetty. I'm Lady Phantom. And it's been a little bit over a month, but it took us that long to watch five new 4K movies, Lady Phantom. Quicker than last time, it took us almost two months. Yeah, that's true. There was stuff to see. Yeah, and actually... We went a couple weeks at least before we seen the fifth one to uh, get this episode uh-huh. out because we had watched four pretty Quick. quickly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and nice little fact here, four of these movies we're ready to cover all are 2021 releases. So they're new releases, not all new movies though. Exactly. So let's get it underway. What do you think? Let's do it. We're starting with a release that I could not wait to see. It is from 1993, Carlito's Way. Say that synopsis first, Lady Phantom. A Puerto Rican former convict just released from prison pledges to stay away from drugs and violence despite the pressure around him and lead on to a better life outside of New York City. Wow, this is my favorite mob-style movie. It is in my top five movies of all time. And I was super excited when I heard this was getting released on 4K because the Blu-ray releases of this were absolutely horrible. Horrendous. And the DVDs going back even further. I bought the latest Blu-ray release, which came out like seven odd years ago, something like that, hoping for a better transfer on Blu-ray because it had been released before, and it was grainy and snowy as could be. I only seen it the day I bought it, never popped it in, one of my favorite movies of all time because the transfer was so bad on Blu-ray. Oof. So this, I was super excited for hoping to get a great release well we're going to talk about that but first i want to discuss the plot a little more lady phantom because i found this story so interesting it was directed by brian de palma who i appreciate as a director and this takes a tale of a really bad guy in his younger years so to say and he actually wants to turn his life around he wants to get away from the mob stuff and the killings and the drugs and everything and he just wants to escape to paradise and rent cars he's basically michael corleone from the godfather (laughs) three but puerto rican (laughs) right so i thought it was so interesting and what is amazing in this film is that trouble just always finds this guy. He's got this personality that's so ingrained in him. He's a upstanding guy to his friends, and he's got a persona of doing the right things in his mind with his friends like and his righteous? family. Right. And he wants to get away from all the bad things he's done because this movie opens up he beats a charges of 40 years in prison and he only served five and sean penn is his lawyer (laughs) and gets him (laughs) out 
And he had turned to the good side in prison. Yeah. And he don't want that life anymore. He's way older. He Actually, this could be a little criticism of the movie. He was only in five years, but he feels way more mature and like he was in for 30 years or something. Yeah, I was very surprised when, when I finally realized that he had only been in prison for five right, years. Right, because it seemed like a way bigger transformation of decades i don't know like something in his demeanor or in the movie or something told me that he had been in prison at least 10 years or something right but, but he knows? vows to walk on the right side and not on the yeah, wild side anymore and just things happen in his life he just can't get away from like his old self comes out here and there but he's trying so hard to save up like $70,000 just so he can get in with one of his prison buddies, another mob guy that was in, to rent cars in like the Bahamas or somewhere like that. Mm -hmm. And he wants out. And everybody laughs at this because he was notoriously violent and a drug cartel and didn't take crap from no one. Mm -hmm. so that's how this story progresses and i think it's so fascinating to me and i love this movie we have al pacino playing the lead sean penn the lawyer his girlfriend penelope and miller any other notable stars to you lady phantom john leguizamo right he's who, benny blanco from the bronx yeah whom he, he is fantastic and of course vigo mortensen as Laline, what a Laline beautiful, Yessa. yeah, what a beautiful character. I loved him. And you and, had never oh seen him back in this day, probably, huh? No, not that far back. No, I, I had it. I know the Phantom loves this guy. <laughs> and I'm like, you, I knew she would recognize him, but like I had to prep her up. I'm like, I don't think you've ever seen this guy like this before. No, I, I loved him. He was And he great. does have the strong accent that he probably normally does, right? He had a perfect he is accent. Spanish, right? No, no. He grew up like the I think until he was seven years old, he grew up in Argentina. But so I mean he like he does have that Spanish accent. Yeah, but he did his accent very well. And I was also very surprised to find Jorge Porcel. He is the one that plays Sasso. Like, I remembered I had seen something with him. There was a, there was this show. You mean Ron from Ronaldo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he was in this show. Like, I I didn't use to watch it, but I, I knew it was there. It, it was called Las Gatitas de Porcel. Like, uh, Porcel's Little Kittens. Oh my goodness! He like in, and he was surrounded by the by these sexy girls and everything, and he's this fat thing. You know? And like, tell oh. the fun <laughs> fact for this movie that you learned about him. Oh yeah, he didn't speak English at all. Like all his lines were just learned phonetically. That's amazing because yes. when you see him, you would never know. All the acting is stellar in this. I mean, you can't criticize anybody in this, can you? No, not the acting I can't criticize, no. All right, so I'm so anxious to get to the 4K of this movie, but what bad, because I have no bad points out there to me. This is a well. perfect film to me from start <laughs> to finish. There's nothing I would cut. There's nothing I would add in this. 
So go on and have your critiques, Lady Fan. Well, there were two things that mainly bothered me. The first one is that I know you disagree, and I know many people will disagree, but I just don't think that Al Pacino sold the Puerto Rican side at all. Like, I don't know how anybody can see this guy that looks as Italian as can be and think, oh, yeah, he's Puerto Rican. No, no, I, I, he didn't sell it to me, not his accent, not his way of speaking. Nothing like that. Okay, and, let me just comment on that. Okay. I think he did. I was around a lot of Puerto Ricans when I grew up. Not for once did I ever say, no, he's not pulling it off. So vastly different there. Okay, but I mean, it's mainly, I don't know. He, uh, he just didn't feel like that. And I've seen a lot of stuff with Puerto Rican people. and He just didn't sell it to me. Okay, to me, he did. He, this is this really is probably going to come off strange to some, but yes, Scarface, he was amazing playing a Cuban, bought it completely. And there I did buy it. Here I bought it just the same that he was Puerto Rican. No, no, I didn't. So I Mm -hmm. am comparing it, even though Scarface is an iconic film, and I love that film too. That would be in my top 50 films of all time. But this one just has a completely different story and where it goes than the typical like Scarface movies of those times. True. Is why I I always edge out this, even though that Scarface probably in a whole is better. <laughs> oh my God, there's some scenes in that movie. You just never get out. When the bad guys are chainsawing somebody next to him and he's tied up in a bathroom. Oh my God, how that's not one of the greatest horror scenes in history because Al Pacino's face and what he's going through there is amazing. But we're getting off topic. All right, other critiques? Yeah, like you're saying that he wants to turn to the to the good side and blah, 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 blah. And one of his first actions in this movie is he goes somewhere with his cousin and then his cousin gets murdered and he just doesn't give a crap. He just leaves and the cousin is never mentioned again. And but that's not I the story. don't care. He's a Puerto Rican. He's a Latin, basically. He's Latino. And we care about family. You're not going to tell me that his cousin just got murdered and he doesn't even blink. And he just leaves him and he leaves and the cousin is never mentioned well, again. I don't know if that's a, an error. Not, it's not error. But I don't know if that's bad writing or what. No, no. Let me explain more. Maybe you're not I'm just telling the big you, picture. No. I'm just telling you what I didn't like. You asked me what I didn't like. I'm okay, telling you. I need I don't some need exposition here. Because during this drive, when he just got out, his cousin was taking him to his sister's house. And he finds out that he's in this drug world. And he's doing everything not to want to go. But since he's an icon and he's like, oh, they're going to crap in their pants when they see you because he was such a big guy in this field. And like everybody feared this guy and his cousin just wanted him to take him there. So he just got out one little infraction. He's back in prison for the rest of his life. So 
this one scene plays Lady Phantom, and I don't know what you would want happen. What is he supposed to take? Stay around and take care of his cousin that's dead? No. Like I understand the part where where he cannot really do anything about it because he would be in prison faster than I can say Carlito's way. But he doesn't even blink an eye. He doesn't even look sad. Nothing. It's like what you're relative just got murdered you realize At least get he was sad. trapped in this little dungeon of a place that he was in and he didn't okay, know how many couldn't people you were just there? give him a second after he escaped to mourn or at least to to shed a tear something oh okay i don't see the need but go on i mean More. it's it's family you know and and i don't care if i haven't seen a cousin that i haven't seen in the I don't know, 20 years, if something happens to him, I'm going to be sad. You know, and this guy, it's, it's like he doesn't care. And that, at that moment, it made me even not buy his being Latino even more because he doesn't care. And I'm like, no, you don't care about your family. But I don't care about you. in this world they're living in, how many members of their family did die got killed i mean this is the lifestyle they're exactly. leading exactly and mobsters care about family right. more well, than they care about anything else and you can ask the godfather about that well i at any rate i would say that was such a minor nitpick because it's not about the story right okay there. it is it is a minor mit, uh, nitpick because it's not about the main story of the movie but it made me feel a certain way about his character and it changed the whole movie because that happened at the beginning. But there is another reason why that had to happen because of the money that true. he had to invest. Yeah. So. True. It was just a, a plot point. Okay. Anything else? No. All right. So it's time. I knew we was going to spend a little bit longer on this one because it's a great movie. This is a 10 out of 10 to me. I see zero flaws in this from sound, acting, score, cinematography, story, filmmaking in general. The Palma is a master at these type of films. And some of the close-up shots, the way the camera moves around characters. Because there's some chasing scenes or some action scenes in this. And especially... And especially in the club that he comes to take partnership of, there's a lot of unique camera spinning effects that I really enjoy. 10 out of 10, Lady Phantom. What do you got? I have a 7 out of 10. I that think hurts it's, me. It, uh, well, I think it's a good movie because it is. It's very well made, and you can tell that it's a, a very competent cinematographer and the director and great actors i mean i hated sean penn more than i usually hate him and that's something <laughs> this does he take place in the 70s slime ball. out there we yes didn't say. he is just a slime ball and he sold it so well and yeah but it's just a seven out of ten for me i don't think it's a great movie and then there are those things that i said and 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 they weigh a lot for me that's it was that a buy or rent rent wow all right 4k time wow 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 lady phantom i am super impressed with this old movie i got so many adjectives i could say i'm just gonna not say them but 
this is head and shoulders times 10 above anything that's come before it. And I've had it on all formats. It's not up to the standard of a modern day release, but it looks better than you could possibly even have been imagined to me if I said, please get it right, please. Like it was so much better than that. Even Yeah. Like it's, of course it won't look like it was filmed yesterday or anything, but it looks impressively good. Oh my God. The facial blemishes on actors and the amount of detail and coloring. Like I said, he owns part of this club. We got the strobe lights, the neons. It's so dark and grainy in every other release, and there ain't any of that. There is a few parts where there's a mild sheen of green, Mm -hmm. but this thing was scrubbed to death without making it look overly contrasty or cartoony or anything like this. I don't think it could have been done any better, Lady yeah. Fam. And for that fact, I would give it an A-plus alone. I can't, of course, because we got to go by what 4K can deliver. You know our stance. Also, before I forget, this was upsampled, too, to Atmos, which I was impressed with. Yeah, great sound. It doesn't have, like, flying ships overhead or nothing, but there is a lot of music in this which was music I grew up on, 70s style music. And the hall effect, stadium effect, echo, reverb, all that, oh, it just fills the room. It's so nice. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's great. Like, really, really great. I was very impressed. And the black levels were amazing, too. Yes, for this movie being 28 years old now. <laughs> it couldn't be any better this is super impressive to me saying it right here do not even think of buying this on another format i don't care the price i got this on the day of release it was like 24 bucks it is so worth it i don't care if it was 40 it is way above any other format you must get this on 4k if this is your style movie but i can't go higher than a b just because it doesn't have the deepest black levels they're not out in water where it's super bright and super dark you know what i mean but for what it is from where this movie came from it is so solid lady phantom and i will say it maintained that deep filmic look that so many people criticize 4k about where it looks you know kind of animated e at times or something not this one it maintains the filmic look with getting rid of all the grain and having great levels of detail and coloring right and i also have a b it's a fantastic release and i i really think if this movie is your thing get it in 4k Let's move it on. Wow, we took 20 minutes on that. That is too long. We got to hit that hour, Lady Phantom. Next one, brand new release, Chaos Walking. Pop that synopsis. Two unlikely companions embark on a perilous adventure through the badlands of an unexplored planet as they try to escape a dangerous and disorienting reality where all thoughts are seen and heard by everyone. And some of the stars, Lady Phantom? 
Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley, basically. And I'd never seen her. Oh, Matt Mickelson. Matt yes, Mickelson. Yes. Yeah, Daisy Ridley is uh, the protagonist in the last three Star Wars movies. Okay. And the only reason I knew this Tom Holland was because of all these Spider Man movies the Phantom's making me watch, but. <laughs> which i was not a fan of him in that and i'm just gonna say i don't like him in this either but lady phantom this is such a unique apocalyptic tale which i'm so tired of i know yes and it was very unexpected i don't know if you're gonna be surprised but i think this is a cool movie it is i really like this movie it is it has this special effect where and and the synopsis said all the thought no all men's thoughts like not all the thoughts just men's thoughts but yes it, they can be seen and heard by everyone and it has this cool special effect where you see like like ripples of something of, of smoke or something coming out of people where they think and sometimes they can even project actual images and it's so cool looking it is and i'll tell you what i went through a bunch of reviews on this after we seen it and it's either a hit or miss people either loved it or hated it oh really yeah oh. it's amazing it seemed like the people that hated it like it didn't follow the norm and it wasn't exciting and it was boring uh, to them i'll was, tell you what this was fascinating to yeah, me yeah that is dumb i mean those are probably people that are like oh but why are they doing this i mean dude if it's the same as everything else it's because it's the same as everything else if it's different it's because it's unique so you know what shut up <laughs> like they are there there are just some people that you can never please right they're just well, it starts with this ship that wants to land on this planet. And they're in an accident, and then it goes to this land, and you see there's no women there. It's all men, and all of them can hear each other's thoughts, so they don't have to talk. And see them. Right, and that's where the Phantom was saying there's always this, like, smoky glow coming off their, like, head or brain yeah, thing. Yeah, it's really cool to looking. To denote sound. Yeah. And it was done really well obviously cgi especially in 4k but it looked fluid yeah and it wasn't made to look like it was actually coming off their head no it's it was just like the around illusion. them yeah and actually you can i mean it's not only to denote sound because you can i mean people also see that like many like uh, there are some scenes really cool where people are dreaming and people can actually, well, men are dreaming and you can see what they're dreaming. It's amazing. Right. Yes. And funnily enough, there's no genre enlisted on IMDb as comedy in this, but you'd have to put it, Lady Phantom. Yeah, but. It's not laugh out loud, even though I did laugh out loud. It's not like <laughs> jokes being thrown, but there's so many times a woman's hearing what a man's saying and they look at them and it's like yeah, <laughs> it they, was fun it was humorous yeah, it was entertaining they were just funny situations very well timed and very well placed yes because it's like you know how men think if someone's good looking or something like you're thinking that <laughs> but not consciously and you would never say it and this happens all the time and it felt so real and natural yes in this world they created yes so this movie <laughs> is really entertaining to me i was blown away how much i like this the world they created is cool 
I do want to go over my negative because this is where I'm penalizing this movie for the most part, Lady Phantom, not the story at all. I thought it was really engaging is there's a couple creatures in this that come out of nowhere in this one land and they are so digital. It felt wrong. It's like, why, why, what are these things? Like they're like these big skeletal type monster things in one land that nobody's supposed to go into and it looks like it's oh my god i'm like no this is such a realistic place you're making with these vast landscapes and trees and mountains and then you get to this one scene and it's this big digital creature trying to kill them yeah i what i wasn't really a fan of there was how digital they looked but they I, were very yes uh-huh but the creatures had a very special place in the plot line like they were necessary for something else it's not like they were just there you know but it, there's a very specific plot line with them and i really liked that storyline i mean this does hit fantasy yeah of course yeah but that's my main criticism lady phantom and i gotta say i like tom holland way better than in spider-man because the character he portrays in this is a naive young kid and i think his lines fit with him but there's just something about this guy's mannerisms i don't really like i would have liked to see somebody else in it okay. personally I, I really like him so yeah. all right rating for me is an eight out of ten by this movie same it's a i i think it's a very very good movie very unique story and it totally deserves to to be bought and i think because of the pandemic that this movie was a complete bomb it cost 120 million to make and only made 20 million dollars what a pitiful showing of a movie and i can see some people not liking it because it could be tedious i was into it i enjoyed it if you don't like where they go with the story and maybe this gets tiring what they're doing but I think the dialogue hit, so yeah. I think it's a buy. All right, moving on to the 4K, Lady Phantom. Of course, all digital cameras used here, yeah, not a splotch of grain. Yeah, very, very nice, very nice black levels. This is one of those movies that I have to force myself to to look at the 4k critically because i was yeah, so be, into the movie right we're trying <laughs> to change it up a little bit trying to enjoy movies as least as much as rate them and be critical with them so i'm with you on this one i was so enthralled with it but it looks amazing oh, yeah i'm teetering on a demo lady phantom so i'm wondering where you're at I'm at a, at a B plus. I yeah, don't think I, I it's can go demo. With that. Yeah. I wrote down B plus, A minus. I was so torn. I'd probably have to see it again to really yeah. make accurate. But the sound didn't blow me away. Exactly. There's not really a lot of action in this movie. There yeah. is up towards the end. There's a showdown of sorts mm-hmm. that always happens in these times. Yes. But there wasn't like things flying over. It sounded clear and distinct. And... The little voices did come from all around you, which was cool. Oh, yeah, that that, that was really nice. It, like when you were hearing the thoughts and everything, it was like they were coming out of everywhere. That was really cool. Right. But 
It didn't have the best black levels is what I picked out and jotted mm-hmm. down. They were Lady very Randall decent, for- but not excellent. Yeah, there wasn't them scenes in the pitch dark with lights and everything. So that's why I was torn. It's not like amazing beautiful either for this type of film it just looks sharp clear and very detailed (laughs) yeah and i think most of the color comes from the thoughts actually yes it's yeah because there's like a rainbow effect uh it's beautiful it reminded me a lot of annihilation but it's very mundane the landscapes yeah they they are just kind of neutral mostly so and a lot of wide angle shots too yeah so we're both going to hit B plus with that. You're happy? Yep. All right. Let's move it on. Oh, dear. <laughs> Our next release, <laughs> we just got done watching less than 12 hours ago. It was a movie that sounded interesting, and we just blind bought it. It was cheap, $7.99. We now know why, I think. But it is Cold <laughs> Pursuit with Liam Neeson. What is that synopsis? A grieving snowplow driver seeks out revenge against the drug dealers who killed his son. And funnily enough, as we was going to put this in, Lady Phantom read a statement off the disc something with a comedy thriller and i'm like comedy liam Neeson. Uh, yeah it's and i i got turned i'm like whoa what it said a darkly comedic thrill ride and there's a lot of that in this, and I hated it. Oh, my goodness, where to start? You would call this a black I, comedy, I guess? A dark I, comedy? I would call it, yeah, I, I, that's what it tried to be, but it failed monumentally. Um, like, it reminded me of Danny McBride's writing, actually. Like, things that just happen, and, you're, and they are supposed to be funny, but they come up that they come off as annoying <laughs> really oh it, it was just wrong lady oh, fam there's a part when uh, Liam Neeson is looking at his son in a morgue and this long protruding scene of him oh, being they take lifted forever up, lifting it up and it's like he like his head comes in and what the guy the forensic guy says and I'm like what well, no this doesn't work this isn't this guy's supposed to be hurt because his son just got killed and uh liam neeson is shocked because they said he died from drugs and he don't think he's a druggie and laura dern who is the mother is like no that's what came up why are you acting this way she i don't even know why she was in it because after 10 minutes she's like not in it anymore yeah i mean so weird this could have been so much better but I have to say at this point, and I do not want to, to say this because it, it hurts me. At this point, I think, or w- at least in this movie, Liam Neeson, it's like it's starting to be a caricature of himself. Yes. And I hate I that. I felt it. I felt it from the Taken and all his action uh, movies. Yeah. Yes. Like, imagine Taken, but completely boring. And, and maybe you top. get this. Yeah. They, like, uh, they focused like on his facial reactions, like him being mean or something that didn't work. And yeah. I will say William Forsythe's in this, who I love as an actor. And boy, this guy gained uh, 80 pounds. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> that that his character was one of the few I actually liked. Yes, me too, because he plays his brother. Yeah, I and think he might have been the only one. Him. 
Yeah, I think he might have been pretty much the only one that I really liked. How about the bad guy in this lady? Oh, friend? he was comically bad. Do you know okay. his real name? Uh, people here, it's we already said Liam Neeson, Laura Dern, Michael, or I don't know how you pronounce his name. Richardson plays the, the son. And then the bad guy is Tom Bateman. Never heard of him, and I really hope I never hear of him again because the guy can't act. Couldn't it be, though, the character that he was trying to portray? It's just not a workable bad guy, in my opinion. It It was cringeworthy. He was just comically bad. Like, if he had a mustache, he would have been twirling it. It's like, (laughs) like horrible. He was, I mean, and the the movie does try to be quirky and everything, but all the, the the things that it like, for example, every time someone dies, they cut to black and they put a little cross and they say who died. Yes, and there's a huge kill count in this lady family. Oh yeah, more than horror movies. Yes, 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 definitely. And uh, I mean that's one of the quirks of the movie. But I think this movie really suffers from terrible writing. Yeah, bad like, timing overacting oh yes not working and you are so right liam neeson is a caricature of himself it reminds me of exactly what happened to steven seagal to me it reminds me of nick cage actually like no because i think some of nick cage's movies are still really good and he's supposed to be over the top yes and he is actually i think lately he has been doing more really cool stuff you know, but it does remind me of what happened to him for a for a bit there. I say Steven the, Seagal more. That too. Or maybe even John Travolta at some point. I, I I don't know. It's and it really hurts me because I really like Liam. Yeah, Neeson. because why this guy even is all powerful is actually silly. He just clears streets for a living and it, he just turns and is so brutal let's say in his facial reaction it's just bad and then i mean you're supposed to care about him you know but the first thing they do is tell you that he's having trouble with his wife and then as you said she pretty much disappears and not only that liam neeson at some point of the movie for a very good chunk he disappears it's like uh, at some point i'm like wait a minute wasn't this about him seeking revenge and now i haven't seen him for half an hour exactly it's like what's wrong with with you lady phantom william forsyth was the best in this character and acting and his wife it was a Japanese woman, I think. Yeah. She was fun. She actually, I liked. I think her lines and her demeanor worked. Yeah. And that's pretty much it, you know. And then there's a kid here that also you're supposed to, to care about him. Oh. And it was like, it, it, he wasn't annoying, but he wasn't, uh, he was just there too. And, and I don't know. I don't know. This movie maybe written by someone else and being a completely different movie it could have been better but it was terrible yes i think it's time for this please do not two get out this of ten movie. for me yes me too we warned you this has no redeeming qualities except maybe some things i'm going to talk about in 4k so let's get to that all right another one all digital no grain lady phantom yep a lot of white snowdrift scenes from colorado mountains looked very white as we said on an oled tv white 
looks super bright. <laughs> yeah, and then there's this scene where it's snowing and you can see the snowfall. It's so beautiful. Yes, and then the scenes when the ambulances and uh, police cars, their yes. lights are flashing in this snow-covered land look jaw-droppingly good. All the interactions with the uh, characters in bright rooms with the backdrop of the snowdrifts look really good lady phantom yeah it looked really good it's of course i mean the the it's not a problem but i mean it's basically just whites uh-huh. i don't think there were any black levels i was to gonna speak say of. that too that's the problem there should have been some dark scenes and like a cellar or something Contrast, with the white yeah. yeah there has none it's just mainly all white there's a lot of overhead shots of him driving the snow plow and it's like okay we've seen this 10 times already like why are you showing us 100 more times yeah like same similar footage mm-hmm. and while it looks crystal clean you never get that contrast because this would without a doubt be a demo disc sounds nothing special to to speak of yeah you know there's not really the action scenes that you think in this type of movie mm-hmm. it's almost like matter of fact scenes yeah and yeah it's yeah <laughs> and oh my god the way this movie ends with this horrible cgi coming out of the snow i'm like why do you do that because this is the only scene that i'm aware of lady phantom where it was so out of the ordinary digitally created that looked like garbage yeah i think we're ready ready for the grade yeah so what's your grade b minus i i don't think it's i mean it is definitely above you know because of those white levels and everything but it's see it's not like oh yeah you know so yeah just be minus yeah, i had a b i'll go with your b minus because the sound didn't stand out either at all you know it's yeah. funny it sounded clean and everything it's digital it's no grain but if you want this movie you're a liam neeson collector of films you gotta get it on 4k and that is the only reason why i see anybody wanting to get this movie exactly all right move it on fan request time oh my god sean taylor made a what do you want to call dare. a dare <laughs> to me he said if i watch and review this movie he will come to vegas and buy us dinner well sean get your butt out here we're ready for dinner because we're covering howard the duck from 1986 came out this year and that synopsis is a sarcastic humanoid duck is pulled from his home world to Earth, where he must stop an alien invasion with the help of a nerdy scientist and a struggling female rock singer. And stars the famous back then, Leah Thompson. Yeah, yes, she had future. just been in Back to the Future, yeah. And that other kid's story where they went up in space, they were kids in NASA, and I can't think of the name, but I don't she know was like that. the lead astronaut in that. We also have Jeffrey Jones, who is mm-hmm. from Beetlejuice, right? And many other things, yeah. Also the, the um, Sleepy Hollow movie, right? 
Tim Robbins. Oh, oh my God, Tim. A Robbins. young Tim Robbins. <laughs> yes, a very, very young Tim Robbins. I never thought I would see him doing anything like this. Um, Ed Gale is Howard T. Duck. I know I've seen him in other stuff, but and other people. Okay, first, Sean, I was actually kind of excited to see this, funnily enough. You probably thought, oh, I would never watch this. But what I remembered from my childhood, because this is 86, so I've seen this in the teenage years. I didn't see it at the theater. It was probably on VHS tape or maybe even HBO or something when it came out. I remembered liking it, Lady Phantom. Mm -hmm. Maybe that was my immature mind at work at the time, but this movie's terrible to me. I only knew this movie from the music video of the theme song that is at the end of the movie yeah and of course it was a music video of a movie in the 80s and 90s so it it included the song which was by the bangles in that music video although i know that in the here uh, leah thompson did all her singing but in that music video it was the bangles and it included pieces, like bits and pieces from the movie. And oh my goodness, just from that, I never wanted to see it. And then when I learned that it was based on a Marvel comic, I was shocked. I'm like, what? And then in more modern uh, Marvel movies, uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy, in the end credit stuff and everything, I have seen Howard the Duck. And it's, uh, I mean, he's there. Of course, he is CGI, but he looks so much better than this. Well, this is a real person. No, I know, I know. He was Ed Gale in a in a suit. Oh my goodness! I I I wish I hadn't seen this. (laughs) I have to say, and I usually don't do this, but I could tell Lady Phantom was cringing constantly in this movie. I kept looking at her, and just the. (laughs) the rolling of the eyes i could feel it constantly and i was doing it the same for the most part it opens up when howard's on duckland basically on another planet and everything is a mock of english so it's duck boy instead of playboy and things like that there's Uh all these generalities of our life with how ducks are and they're watching duck movies and things like that i think there was like an unsolved mysteries or something like that with ducks right yeah every Uh. they're all ducks and he gets shot through space to earth why who knows well no they did explain it via this new contraption that was built at nasa yeah but at, i mean at that point i mean it's that's like, all you need to know with these fantasy movies anyway but it's not even about that what is cringy to me was all the jokes and the constant duck this duck that and while he was cute at first he's sarcastic but not overly sarcastic it needed to be more like ted to me for it to work but it was like tame and he was cute sometimes, but then not really. Yeah, and like, then the uh-huh. scenarios he's in when people, oh, look at the doc and he fights people. The action scenes was not choreographed good at all. Yeah. And, it's, and a, the, it's a it's a bad movie. Yeah, you're right, because 
I mean, this is supposed, as far as I understand, this is supposed to be more crass humor than your typical Marvel stuff, you know. But like it wanted to be crass, but it couldn't but be it that crass back. because it was in the 80s. But and it held back. But then some things that they showed were like, oh my goodness, they wouldn't even show that today. It was like very inconsistent. Yeah, and it's PG too. Yes. Yeah. And personally, I think the 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 only good acting or the or the one acting that I actually thought it was okay was his, the the docs. I think the doc acted very decently. And that was it. I mean, Tim Robbins, of course, it was also his character, you know, because he's supposed to be he this bumbling idiot, yeah. you know, who's, uh, I mean, kind of cute, but kind of a bumbling idiot at the same time. And I was like, oh, no, please. No, no, no. Yeah, Lady Phantom. Um, all I can say is if this was a hit to you back in the younger years, I think you need to watch it again. And I just don't think it's even going to hold up to you. I could be wrong. Maybe at a certain age, this was just funny and cute and worked. Yeah, but I but, think you mm-hmm. need to watch it again. And Sean, I'm going to say, I think you need to watch it again because I think you liked this movie, really liked it. It needs to be watched. Yeah, it, it doesn't hold up but at all. as a movie and all around, to me, this is a 2.5 and a total avoid. Don't work in nine out of ten facets of a movie yeah to me it's two it's oh. just a two not 2.5 just two out of ten but i think you'd watch cold pursuit over this again <laughs> how about none of the above but wouldn't you if you had to if i were strapped to a chair with duct tape and michael myers was trying no to pun, kill me duct tape. <laughs> no no pun intended <laughs> i i would watch cold pursuit yeah all right (laughs) so we got two and a 2.5 moving on to the 4k universal they knocked it out again lady phantom surprisingly very very, not as good as carlito's way but i'm gonna put it in the same range because there is more coloring in this but Mm -hmm. it maintains Mm -hmm. that filmic look there is more there is at times some grain in this very mild tamped down they scrubbed it, but they couldn't overly scrub this one because I think it would have looked even more fake. Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. kept the filmic appeal without giving it that animated look, the cartoony yes. look. And I was surprised how good Universal did. I don't know why, because they're at like 95% to me, the releases. Yeah, yeah, they did fine. This so this movie also, it has more music and the music, like, it comes to you from everywhere. The sound was decent. It was nothing to write home yeah, about. Yeah, it wasn't near it as was good as Carlito's decent life. sound. Uh-huh, it was, yeah. I don't think they reproduced it as good mm-hmm. as they could have here because there was some distortion at times because of some yes. of this loud punk music. Yes, that's true. And also there are a few special effects that looks so cringeworthily bad. Like, and that's part of the movie. You know, because they are in the movie. Like, what do you do? You have to show them. But in 4K, they look so, so bad. (laughs) I agree. But this does have more coloring. The grain is there. You got to buy this on this format if you want this movie. If you want this movie, yes. It's a B minus. To me, it's a C. Like, it's just, I mean, it's good. It does give you the minimum. But from what it came from? It's a C. I don't care what it came from. 
Okay, so that's going to put us at a C plus average. I am perfectly fine with that. Let's get to the last one. Rounding off this episode with a movie we actually covered somewhat way back, 20 or 30 odd episodes. But Lady Phantom wanted to get the 4K of Justice League, but the Zack Snyder's version, the four hour and two minute version of this movie. (laughs) And I don't think we got to talk much about the movie because we can refer to our other episode. We went in depth about this, but what we can do, Lady Phantom, and since you've watched this quite a few times, why don't you just talk about what's added in this movie compared to the other one? Okay, first, the synopsis, because we have to follow the protocol. Determined to ensure Superman's ultimate sacrifice was not in vain, Bruce Wayne aligns forces with Diana Prince with plans to recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat of catastrophic proportions. So, yeah, I mean, I would say it's not exactly the same plot because in the in the um, Joss Whedon's version, although Zack Snyder is credited as director, but I don't care. This movie is really not like that one like the bad guy was steppenwolf and here steppenwolf is just a mid let's say uh, a messenger you know who's trying to do stuff for dark side who is the real bad guy that if steppenwolf succeeds then dark side is coming and then everything is going to the swamps so basically i think that's the big the biggest difference also in this movie there is so much less comedy. Like, not even... I mean, there are comedic moments at point, but it's, like, not even close. Can I comment mm-hmm. on that? Sure. Because that was one of my criticisms yeah. with Josh Whedon's because he's the guy who did your TV show that felt the same. What was the... Firefly. Theme? Firefly, mm-hmm. and it had that feel. I'll tell you what, I changed my mind. I'd much rather watch that, even though I don't think a lot of the jokes landed. It was way more entertaining to me than this exposition, dialogue-driven, elongated scenes (laughs) that made no difference to the movie at all to me. Okay. I do understand the dark side and that he was, I mean, he's not really prevalent in this. It's still the other guy that's going after the boxes and everything, Mm -hmm. but he's reporting to dark side. But there is so much just downtime in this movie and it's not near as fun to me. That's where my criticisms is in this. I do like the more entertainment side even though I'm not a fan of Whedon's humor and timing. Some of it worked, some of it didn't, but it was just way more entertaining the other version to me. I I actually like both versions. I cannot say that I like them the same, but I liked both of them because of different things. You know, there are things, for example, in Joss Whedon's one with the music that I prefer, but then there are also parts with the music in this one that I really like. Joss Whedon had this family, you know, that is in this place where Steppenwolf does his layer thing that are just there for you to feel sorry for them. But it also reminds me so much of Age of Ultron. And it feels like copy paste from that at at some points, which is kind of 
disappointing. But and then here there is no such family, which I actually appreciate, you know, because that was I think that could have been cut from the other movie perfectly well. Now, also, this movie is rated R. So you see a lot of stuff that you don't see in the other movie, like Wonder Woman kicking butt and actually killing people. And it's like, whoa, you know, and, and I like that. I can't help you see, it. See, I didn't even feel that, Lady Phantom. I, that, you know, I had seen Justice League twice, actually. But I didn't feel like, oh, my God, this is so much gorier or more brutal. Maybe Superman. He seemed way stronger in some of the scenes. Oh, that, But yes. let me say this. The one part I did like over the original would be Steppenwolf's suit. He has oh, these, yes. like, little metal things, and they're constantly, like, moving, like, breathing-like. Yeah. In the that was very neat, I would say. And it didn't look too cartoony. It was good enough. I know, in the Jaws, we don't want, like, Steppenwolf looked unfinished somehow, and his face looked kind of dumb. Like, in this one, he looks badass. Like, that suit, that, like, scaly thing, metallic, it looks so cool. Another thing that I really like about this movie is that they give a lot more time to Cyborg and to The Flash, and both of their characters are much better developed than in the other one that's it, funny lady phantom because yes i like the more on cyborg oh he because was the so guy cool. from terminators in it more and their relationship is it's father more and fleshed son. out that yeah i didn't need it but yeah you learn a little more and i will say with the flash his comedy's gone in this he might have a line here and there because he's a young kid but yeah, hit, and I don't really like that kid actor either. I don't know what oh, it is I with really these do. like 17, 18-year-old portrayal kid actors. I, I, they just don't fit for me. But yeah, he's diminished more and there's more about him, but I didn't care about him really in the original. It was more cyborg I wanted a backdrop for, and you do get it, so I will say that's a positive Yeah, you get too. quite a bit. But and and then uh I don't know, I really like Barry Allen too and his scenes were so cool. Like the way his his uh the lightning thing with him. There's one scene specifically that oh my goodness, I, I really, really like him. So I yeah, I mean I do like this movie a little bit better than the other one, but I enjoy both of them. Definitely. Okay, I would never watch this one again and I'm gonna be coming I'm dropping a couple points off this. Okay. It's just way too long, boring. Some of the stuff is okay, but I, I don't need it. I get the fulfillment of the original. So I'm coming with a 5.5. I think I was 7.5 with the original. Okay. It, I would never watch. It's just way too long and too much boringness nature of it. What do you got? Okay. I one also another or one negative point that I do want to mention. <laughs> I forgot until now. There's one scene, one of the first scenes where we see Aquaman where he leaves, you know, he goes into the ocean and then there's this group of women that start to sing as he leaves. That was so <laughs> weird. That was so weird and it took forever and I thought that was just not necessary there. I really enjoy this movie. To me, it's an 8.5. I'm actually going a little bit higher than the original one. And I say it's a, a total buy, specifically because 
Like if you don't have HBO Max, you cannot see this unless you have the 4K because it's not available anywhere else. So if you want it, either you have HBO Max forever or you buy it. So I think it's a buy. Okay, I don't. I think it's a void. I'm at 5.5 because I like the story for the most part, but I'm dropping down. I just have to. I would never watch this again. So get the other one in my opinion. Now, to the 4K, Justice League was a demo disc. This is not to me. And, oh, my God, I was completely shocked. And Phantom didn't tell me she actually forgot. This is in four to three aspect ratio. We got a big, huge set piece here of superheroes. And we see so much less action because we got this crap format that's been gone for 20 years almost now. What happened, Lady Phantom? Uh, director's choice. And I forgot to mention that also. But yeah, I I would have preferred the normal thing, the widescreen. Well, you like, lose so much. Yeah. You're only getting a small screen. You're not getting the wide angle. The thing's happening off to the side when people are flying in yeah. and shooting in and all sorts of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Now, in the, fir- the first time I ever saw this movie was on the, on the screen of a tablet. So it was perfect because it covered oh, the whole thing. And, it, and make a note, an iPad too, which makes a difference. Because if you have the widescreen tablets... It would have the bars, too. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, yeah, like, on an iPad, it's perfect. But, yeah, you do you do feel like you lose. Well, no, you don't feel. You lose a lot yes, of action to the sides. And that's where my difference in the grade is. Because the other one was, I think, an A- minus for both of us. Yeah, but, but this also... But this is definitely ticked down because you're losing all that brightness and vibrancy. And I just didn't feel the black levels were as good as the other one. Yeah, and the thing is that, you know, Zack Snyder, that is his thing. He's not a fan of color. Not really. So where the coloring in, in the normal, in the Just Whedon's Justice oh, League is all over the place. Here, every color is muted. It still looks beautiful to me, but it just loses a lot because, dude, I want the color. But yeah, I mean, like Cyborg's suit, it looks so awesome. Like all that contrast with the black levels and then the eye shining and then Steppenwolf's suit is something else. It looks amazing, but the movie lacks color. And I know it's a director's choice, I don't care. I want to see more color. Yep. And the format is a huge downturn. So, I mean, it's a digital film. It looks great for the most part. Just Phantom nailed it with the mutedness. It's nowhere near on the level of the other one. I just came in with a flat B. I came with a B plus. And I think it's fair. You know, I mean, it, it's, it is a great release. It is really, really good. But it's, I mean, if it had color, if it had the same color. Oh, yeah, it would have been a demo. Be so I was shocked, a like I said. I mean, just to watch a movie on a four to three aspect ratio nowadays is stupid to me. It's, it's like this is a modern movie. You're Not only is it stupid to see bars on the right and left, is you're losing so much. Yeah, I They think, always mm-hmm. want wider fields of view, especially like the, 
you know, like the Lawrence of Arabia ones that are so wide yes. and the narrow because you can see more. This film eeks. You want to see as much action as possible. It's stupid to me. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the last movie that we saw that had this thing was The Lighthouse, except in The works. Lighthouse, it fit. Because you're talking about, I mean, you know, a time. They when tried to make it like it was 1900, right? Exactly. And it's not like you're missing a lot. It's two guys in a lighthouse. I mean, right. <laughs> it's only that. It fit really well there. Here, I really don't think it fits. All right. That's another one down. You'll be getting a new episode when we see five more 4Ks. I think it's going to be a little bit longer on the next episode. So, be patient, stay subscribed. It'll come out. Leave us a comment if there's something you want us to cover. And this was actually a pretty good episode, Lady Phantom. Four newer releases and that Zack Snyder's that was all the rage which came out. Seen some movies that don't hold up. Seen some great universal releases and... Who knows what we have next well, time? I could say like five new releases because Zack Snyder's is also a new release. Well, it's Cold Pursuit that wasn't a new release. Oh, okay. All right. So get over to BillShetty.com. Let us know what you thought of this episode. And maybe we'll have another one out before Christmas. I don't know. You got to stay tuned. But we're going to lead out this episode with the finale of Carlito's Way. We'll catch you on the next one. 